This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hey, Tony and co-host for the day. Um, it's been a while since I've called in. This is Tom in Virginia. And um, I've probably called in half a dozen times. And I don't think I've ever talked about the uh, the hotel that I've worked in for probably 15 years now. Um, it's It's not a hotel that's known for being haunted. Uh, from a customer standpoint, but from the workers, um, I've heard lots of stories <clears throat> and witnessed uh, quite a bit. But um, I've kind of got the uh, the uh, reputation as as doing this type of thing. And some of the employees have come to me over a period of time and told me some stories. Some of the things I've seen, some of them uh, I have not. However, I do have quite a few EVPs and, and uh, visuals that I've done on my own there. But anyway, I'm going to tell you uh, uh, three stories from the hotel that have happened over the years. Um, two of them are have to do with guest rooms. And on one of them, I'm going to include a, uh, a clip, uh, audio clip uh, that I have. And the third one, which I'll start with, is from... Uh, the spa, which has uh, more than a few stories associated with it. Uh, the story I'm going to tell you is about, um, I work security. I was a supervisor in the security department. And I knew a lot of guys from the engineering department. And they used to go in there quite often, the spa, after hours and uh, do repairs and preventive maintenance, that kind of thing. Um, one of them told me a story that he was in there after hours working, uh, replacing lights in the ceiling. He had a ladder and he was standing on the ladder and had his back to this long hallway. And as he was putting the, uh, the bulb in, he heard some footsteps coming up from behind him and he thought it was a customer that had just gotten in you know maybe they let he left the door unlocked by mistake he thought and maybe a customer had wandered in and he was turning around to tell he or she to leave and there was no one there and he said he knows <laughs> there were footsteps and the funny thing is uh a couple of months later one of the other engineers who I was buddies with tells me the exact same story that had happened to him. Um, and he swore he didn't have, he, he had never heard it from the other guy. And it, it was the same exact story, putting the bulbs in and somebody walked up behind him, turned around, nobody's there. Um, the, the weirdest part about this story is that both of those gentlemen passed away um, within a year of each other, one on vacation in this, uh, Peru, I believe it was, um, drowned in a pool at a hotel. And the other gentleman was much more uh, bizarre. He uh, got in a fight with his wife, and she was expecting. And as he was leaving uh, in the car, she ran out in front of the car, and he hit her with the car and killed her. And and took his own life after that. And he was a good friend of mine. It was devastating <clears throat> when it happened. 
but that was associated with the spa, both of those stories. And um, uh, I later, I had posted that on a Facebook page I have uh, that has to do with my, my ghost hunting and that type of thing, paranormal stuff. And uh, a woman who used to work there um, posted on the page and said that she hated going to work there because it was such a creepy place. And she said she would be working and feel somebody come up behind her and it would be like a hand on her shoulder. And another time she said she looked down this hallway. The hallways were kind of, were never really lit up, even with all the lights on. It was kind of dark in the hallways. But she said she saw what looked like half human, half spider shadow walking up the hallway one time. So the spa has a lot of stories associated with it. Um, one of the rooms, one of the guest rooms, um, one night I got a call from the front desk that said, can I check room 708 that somebody keeps calling the front desk from that room and hanging up. So uh, I go up to the room. There's nobody in there. Uh, come back down, tell them the room is vacant. And uh, she says, okay, just, just had to report it. And she says it's happened before. And uh, they go up and check the room. Nobody's in there. They've even called the phone company to come out and look. And they can't figure out how the calls are coming from the room down to the front desk. Uh, the phone company even couldn't explain it. So... Um, I came down from the room to talk to the front desk agent and uh, went over and talked to a guest services agent about it. And he said, oh, yeah, those, those calls have been coming from 708 for a while. And he said, um, and, and after that, I w had said, well, let's go up and check that room out again. And I said, I'll, I've got a few things to do, and then we'll go up there. And he said, okay. So after I came back, after about 15 minutes, he said another call came in through the to the conference concierge desk, which was a desk opposite his desk, and he said 708 again. So we go up there, and I bring uh, uh, my recorder, and uh, we go in the room. He stays about 30 seconds. He says he can't stand it. He just feels like a presence in there, like an overwhelming presence, and he leaves. So I was in there in about 10 more minutes, but uh, I started uh, asking, you know, is there anyone in here, this type of thing, and didn't get anything that I knew at the time, but uh, I pulled a dollar bill out of my pocket and sat it on a, on a desk and mirror, which are at the, at the end of the bed, and you know, was asking it to move the dollar bill if it could. You know, if it's in, if there's anyone in here, could you move the dollar bill? So about that time, I get a call on the radio. And just as I go to turn to answer the radio, out of the corner of my eye, I see that dollar bill literally jump off the, the stand and, and do like a flip in midair and hit the ground. I ask you not, but the... I've gone up there a couple of times since then, and I've never gotten an EVP, but uh, I, I heard the story that uh, later that a gentleman had been brought into that room uh, who was golfing, 
and he was having chest pains, and he just said, I got to rest, you know, and from what I understand, he was kind of a local politician, <clears throat> and he came back to the room to rest, and he passed away that night, that evening of a heart attack, so that's one other thing. The last story uh, has to do with room 331. I was in there changing the batteries. I got a report that the that the front door was not working, needed batteries. So I brought up some batteries and went in there. And while I was changing the batteries out, the light flickered on the ceiling. And uh, the hairs on my arm kind of stood up. I really felt the presence there. So I uh, I went back down to the office, got my phone, came back maybe 20 minutes later, and started recording. And what I recorded was just about a minute and a half, but uh, I'm going to play just a clip from it. And I'm going to play it a couple of times. The first time I listened, I didn't hear it, but the more I listened to it, uh, it became really clear. And I asked it a question. I said, do you like staying in this room? And the response was, I like the room. It says, I, and there's a pause, and it says, like the room. So I'm going to play it for you now. I've got it kind of cranked up. I don't know if you could hear it. Um, but I'll play it, you know, two or three times and uh, see if you can pick it up, okay? So here it goes. Do you like to stay in this room? I'm going to stop now with the audio and take Do you like to stay in this room? Do you like to stay in this room? If you want access to more Real Ghost Stories, become a premium subscriber to Real Ghost Stories online. Sign up now through Apple Podcasts and try it for three days free. Not on Apple? Go to patreon.com slash realghoststories or ghostpodcast.com.